Okay, good morning. I'm going to continue uh, part two of uh, the Rishima that I began teaching last week. The Rebbe said and then edited and wrote on Yutes Ir Tavshin Yud Beis at the end of the Shiva, the Rebbe stood up from Shiva for his brother, Rabbi Yisrael Ari Leib. So, it's printed, what I'm looking at now is printed in Lekut Esichris Chelech Chav Zayin, page 363 and 364. So we really covered the first paragraph and all the others there. And briefly, a number of Chidushim of the Rebbe that you're not going to find elsewhere in Chassidus. And briefly the Rebbe said, and then we'll continue, that Habriya, the Briya, all of creation, all of existence, is a Yeridavishtalshus Mamayil Lamato. Because, of course, the Abishta is the creator, so he's the highest level. So anything he creates is going to be a lower level. And, right? And it's a process, what we call sometimes Ishtalshus, Yerida and Ishtalshus. I'm not going to go through all the details because we reviewed it last week and the Rebbe explains the difference between Yerida and Ishtalshus. And what's the kavan of it all? Not a Yerida l'shem Yerida. That's not the intention. The intention is a kavan shetiyah achar kachaliyah achar aliyah mamata lamayla. What we know, in other words, in the Sabbath, Baruch Aliyah, Baruch Dira B'Tachtenim, I'm just using a different language. The Rebbe doesn't use that language here. So the Alter Rebbe explains in Perik Lamed Vav, why is it called Tachtenim? It's not Tachtenim in Mokim, because there's no Mokim. It's not a physical lowest. It's the Yeridah Yishtalshalus, that in the Dagas of Gili Elikus and Helam of Elikus, Tachtenim is Tachtenim, Tachtenimatmenu, we call it Tachtenim, because there is the least revelation, the least Gili of Elikus, to the point of the Helen Behesta Chesha Kofla Machupal to the point that you even have the Klippus and Sitrachle, Moliklippus and Sitrachle to the point they say, Aniva Afsi Eid. The Kavona is Shaliyasle is Borodir Betachtain. In other words, the Kavona is not Tachtainim just for Tachtainim, that's the Yerida. The Kavona is that we should transform it into Adira. That means the Kavona is there should be Aliyah, Mamatla Maila, Akhar Aliyah, Mamatla Maila. And since this is the Kavona, and here's where there's a big Chiddush here from the Rebbe, Harinasa came by pale. Because you could say the Ebishtha the Kavona, but maybe our stops the process. If we don't choose correctly, Chazrushalim, so as much as the Ebishtha's Kavona was, that it should be Aliyah Achar Aliyah, so the Rebbe says, no, you have to say that this will be Ezgifid for sure. And the long order that we learned, the Rebbe explained at length what that means. And how Bechira works. He began by saying, And then he continues to explain that Bechira is only regarding the Matsovim Shal Hapratim. So the Bria Bechalusa, the Kavon is, should be Aliyah. So that for sure is going to happen. The question is, the Matsov Hapratim, how the details, and I explained this last week and last year. And deeper, the Rebbe said, 
he said that this is also true not just in Klolos Abri. You could say Klolos Abri will be in Aliyah, but how says every Yachid? He said, So even a person who may be Bechir, Heipech, Chaz Vashalem, Sofkosov, there'll be an Aliyah. And the question is only how much time it'll take. Like Zochu, Beita. Like Zochu Beita Achishenu, whether it's Zochu or Zochu. And then the Rebbe explains, so then what exactly does Pechira do? If at the end of the day, what's the Pechira? So he said, That nevertheless, the Becher will be punished for whatever he did wrong. He's accountable because his Kavana was not Dali. His Kavana was he, he was, he did something wrong. But, but, but the end of the story will be that there will be an Aliyah. The Shaila is whether it will come directly, let's say like Tzadikim, or it will come through Tshuva. But the Rebbe puts it that He gave the example from Sefer HaMitzvah in the, the Mitzvah Ba'amum the Isra Balmum of a Bakayan being a Makri as a Balmum is not allowed to bring a carbon and the, the marshal that we elaborated on where you sometimes in Taksisi Muhammad and the methods of war, strategies of war sometimes you'll send out, one side will send out some of their military just to draw out the enemies to see the enemy so meanwhile they're putting themselves in Sarkana and they may even get hurt but the goal is ultimately the Netzachan of the Muhammad, as the Rebbe brings here. Okay. Difference between Bavli and Rishami. That's the Ha'ara. And that sums up more or less, or just let me just finish the end of the paragraph. Okay, so, so now it's even at Ishparati. So he says, So from the moment that the Yerida finished, meaning creation, finished right away. It says it doesn't say right away. Maoz nigmar ayirida hischila aliyah achra aliyah el shabegoli nirizeh but it's shomus beganeden. So then, why don't we see these aliyahs? If the whole purpose of of the yirida of bria of yistalshul yirida and yistalshul sabria, so why don't you see the aliyah? He says you don't see it. You see it either in ganeden or in tzadikim. Also in elam hazeh because tamid chacham meinla menucha lebe elam hazeh velebe elam haba helchem el machayel ochoyel which is clear that we're not talking about Sadiqim and not Gan Eden, the Aliyah is Behelem. And of, so of course, so when it comes to Gula, we'll see the Aliyah for everybody. That's what we covered the first paragraph, and as I said, all the Ha'ar is connected to that. So I'm going to then continue. Sorry? Do the Shaman and Gan Eden see the Aliyah in everyone, or do they just see the Aliyah in themselves? The Rebbe's Lashon and Elop Shagolin neither Zeb and Nisham is Gan Eden. It's not talking about the Nishamas. He's saying that Begoli, you see the Aliyah in the Nishamas in Ganeid. In other words, the Nishamas Ganeid, they're Ela every day when they, through their, uh, their Limadatera and their Avavira. Basically, it's like when we say, Elam Chatira Bechayecha. So, Ganeid, things are Begoli. I think I gave the example last week that Rebbe brings often from the, from the Moshe from the Alter Rebbe, but Rebbe Marash brings it that what happens when we do a mitzvah down below, we know a mitzvah is Mishana the, the Chefzeh. That's the whole Chiddush of Matan Teireh. 
So how come we don't see a shinui? Put on tefillin this morning, you see a shinui in the cloth? The answer is because our basar, our flesh, our eyes are flesh and blood, don't see the shinui. So where is the shinui? Where's the, the gili? So the answer is, it's, it's stored in Atzillus, Kemunach Bakufsa is the example. So imagine you generate energy, but the energy is not revealed to everybody, but it's stored, it's like uh, you're collecting your, uh, it's like someone invests money and it's stored in a bank account, so to speak. It's stored in Atzillus, and then the Geula is not going to be a Chiddush, the Geula will simply be the Gili of Masenu Vavadusenu, Bizman Hazet, that all the mitzvahs that were done, so then, when you see Shinuim in the world today, for example, uh, technology or political freedoms, especially for Eden, so the Rebbe says, that means opening your eyes and seeing that Elokus uh, is, you see it in some way. But Shlemus, obviously, will be the Gula Mitzvah Vashlem. But in Gan Eden, it's Gili Elokus You don't need to, it's only in Elam Haza we don't see it. And Sadiqim, he says, even in Elam Haza you see their Aliyah, Mitomid, like he said, Mechail Elchayel. Okay. Now continuing on. Va'af ki b'meshach shita al fishnin yeshnam kamishinuim ba'aliyas v'yeridus. And though during the course of the sixth millennia, shita al fishnin hava alma yesh kamishinuim, there are changes in the aliyas and yeridus because it's not just one direction. Now he said ali achar aliyah, but we know it goes ups and downs. And the Rebbe on the Ha'orah, Kamesh Shinuyim, let's read the Ha'orah. Rei chesed l'avram b'tchilose l'kutere v'eschan adibra masl v'yedayte perik dal v'biyurov. I think, if I recall correctly, I looked up the chesed l'avram at some point. L'kutere, what he says, I don't remember the chesed l'avram, but I think it's the same teichet. Where the l'kutere says, the famous l'kutere v'yedayte, where he talks about p'nimi ha'makif, seva mamala, that what is today, Mamala, what is today Sevev, tomorrow is Mamala. In other words, it's like climbing a mountain. So that which is above our heads today, and you climb higher, you're there. And then what's above your head is the next step. So basically, what you need a Muna for in the beginning becomes Yidiya. And then the Muna is in higher Madregas. It's a constant Seder Aliyas. So the Rebbe says that Kamesh Shinuyim. So you have to know why it was Medayig Dafke, the word Shinuyim. It doesn't say it on Aliyas, we read this, Shinuyim. So Shinuim clearly indicates that there's a process here. I think the Chesel Avram says something similar, not in the language of Chesidus, but the same idea. But it would be good to look it up, and I, I don't remember now exactly what it says there. Okay. So the Rebbe is like saying, Af. What's the Af? Because he just said that everything is not true of Aliyah, Achar Aliyah. So, but you say the Shinuim, and the Shinuim is an Aliyah Sviyiridis. It's like ups and downs. So the Rebbe continues, Harinemar Kro. Hari Omar Kroh, sorry. Shevi Yipul Tzadik Vakom. So the Pasuk says, Shevi Yipul Tzadik Vakom. There's seven levels of the Tzadik when he's climbing, so he falls. Yipul is a Nefila, is a Yerida. And then comes the Vakom. Shanefila, Yibeshvil Akima Va'aliyash Achazah. So what the Rebbe is saying that even when there's the Yerida, the Yerida is not an end in itself. The Nefila is in order to bring the Kima, the rising. And the aliyah that comes afterwards. Okay, now the Rebbe is adding. This nefila v'yiridiz mukhrechasi. In the order he writes, Rei sefa akdom l'shari yichad v'amunah. 
So in the Chanech Onar, the introduction to Shariach of Amuni, he talks about Shevi Yippol Tzadi Vekom, and he says, Chechel Zosu, to Ter Eir, Bira Ledibra Maslo Veshafte, Besholem Besefe. Okay, so it says now, Mukhrechu, O Kamevur, Bekam Mekemes Barucha. Ashebein Madrega Hakedemes, the Madrega Nailis Yeser, Shacharea, Tzorichli, is Bittl Beemtza. So it's explained in a number of places, Barucha, does the Rebbe Seichen, yeah, he does, the Shari Eir. I'll read it in a moment. That what? That in the process of any growth, it's not just one direction, not just Aliyah. There's always going to be, in the language like he says here, does he bring the language, the yesh, ayin, yesh, yeah. That between every madrega, to a higher madrega, there has to be a bitl be'emtza. The gambe seidra yiridim amayl lamata kenhu. So that's also true, not just mamat lamayl, but also mamayl lamata. In other words, when, the, when it's going from higher to lower, you also has to be with a leap. It's not just a regular smooth flow, a seamless flow. There's always going to be a leap. Asher ben yesh li yesh, tzarech li ayin be'emtza. Between yesh and yesh needs to be an ayin be'emtza. But remember, that's regarding bria. He talked, for example, you plant the seed in the ground. It's a famous example. The seed, as nirkav, deteriorates and decomposes before it grows into a sapling, which will ultimately grow into a, a whatever it may be, a flower, a tree, or whatever the vegetation is. That's in the process of growth. But the same is true, Mamatlamayli is saying, you know, there's an Ayurveda, that's a Shavi Yippul Vikom, that when a person climbs an Ayurveda, they want to go from one Madriga to another. If it's, like, so to speak, Dargis, that are Erech so it's like, Ilavol, you don't need to have a leap necessarily. But if it's a dagish alebarech, then you have to have an ayin before you go to the next level. And that's why between every elam there's a parsa, or as Chassidus brings the omid bein aganeid and leganeidin, or the nahar dinor that Chassidus talks about in Samachvov and Ayin Beis in several places. So, point being here is that Rebbe is adding now, before he just said that the yirida bachlal is the kavon aliyah. And the harder that we learned, he talks about that that aliyah is for sure going to happen. Uh, but then it could go straight, or it can be sometimes you have to go through Lumazah, like you said. And be Naseyach the Ulumazah. Alterach like a Baltruva, compared to a Tzadik. But now the Rebbe says even more so, that even by Tzadikim, Tzadik Yippul Tzadik, Tzadik Yippul Tzadik will come. But Bachlal, Teva Adavarim, does he say the word Teva? He says, um, doesn't say the word Teva. But it's clear that that means that even for a person who is not doing something you still have to have a Yerida. That's the Seder Advarim because that's the way the Hebrews to set up Seder Ishtalshlis. That both Mamayl Lamata and Mamat Lamayl is always going to be an Ayin Be'emtzer. So this is even a person, as I said, who's Bechir always Bechata Bechayim and not doing anything wrong. Allah has come to come, even a person who does something wrong. He also said earlier that Dali is also going to ultimately happen by him as well, even the Ishprati. But the Rebbe added now that Yirid is, in other words, a part of the process. Even in the Seder of Aliyah, Mamat Lamayla, Pachayl Al Choyl, you still need to have the Shavi Yippel. The Yippel will come with the Nefila being an introduction to the next Aliyah. For example, I don't think he brings it here. Chassidus asks the question, why we say Tachnun after Shemnesra? Bechera, Shemnesra is already the highest level in davening. 
by that point, we're already completely uh, pure. So Tachnu should be said earlier, Vidui. See, this answer is because once you finish Shemnesa, now your Megala, new Madregas that are before were Behelem, like Arahanelem, something much more Dakazdik. In other words, that which yesterday, by you was Naveda, was Bishlemus, Aveda Tama, when you come to a higher Madrega, then everything is, becomes much more sensitive. So even things that yesterday was like, uh, was regular Aveda, now you have to be much more careful. Because that's the Seder Aveda. Because that's the process. When you're climbing, there's always going to be a point where you come to a point and you almost have to like realize you have to go through an ayin to get to the next level. A famous classic example, Rab Zayda, the Gemara in Bab Mitzir, Rab Zayda fasted 40 fasts or 100 fasts between Talmud Bavi, to forget Talmud Bavi to learn Talmud Yerushalmi. Why did he have to fast? Why do you have to forget? Knowledge is accumulative. Because Bavli Yerushalmi is completely two different drachim. One is Er-Chezer, Er-Yashar. So he didn't forget the ideas that he learned. You're not allowed to forget Tera. Intentionally, especially intentionally. <clears throat> he forgot the method. He wanted to forget the method. So there's an ayin. The fasting was like ayin between um, Bavli and Yerushalmi. And many other dugmois to explain that the process of Aliyah Siridis is part of the Mukhrechesi. Now, why the Rebbe is emphasizing this, he could say, perhaps, that, um, remember, he's talking here about his brother, Israel Adil Leib. I mean, it's very, it's, the whole thing is around him. You know, he had his challenges in his life. We don't know all his chesbenas, and we don't know all the nesenas, so I'm not going to go analyze it. But clearly, the Rebbe is talking about a matzav like that. You see, clearly, he mentions Yerida all the time. So the fact of the matter is that every person in life is going to go through all the Yeridas. Even if, again, the Bechira is always perfect. Even at Tzadik. So the Rebbe is clearly emphasizing that this is a process that everyone's going to go through. Additionally, we learned earlier, there's also the issue of Bechira, where a person chooses or goes into a matzav. Actually, he's led into a matzav. Based on the Sefer HaMitzvah, it's mashma there that a person is put in that situation, especially in the Soyen, in order to put himself at risk in order to protect the, the, his, uh, his, the military of his side, that they should be not seyach. So there is Mashmur from the Derech Mitzvah that's actually not even, he, he still, like he said, the Rebbe says, he still is going to be nenash. He says, nenash habeichet, because that was not his kavona. But why was he placed in a situation like that? That he should be in a situation where he should be exposed to lumazah. Just as an aside, I want to just bring this in before we continue. I once heard from people who were at the Fabring and the Rebbe in Tavshin Chavov and also in Tavshin Chavhei uh, and Chavov. Sukkis told a famous uh, story, a very controversial story of the Baal Shem Tov, with a sukkah, this, a sukkah that was uh, questionable. So the story goes briefly, and the Rebbe tells the story, that there was once in the Mezhebush, there was the word got out, that the Baal Shem Tov Sukkah was not, uh, not kosher l'chol ha'deyes. Or Kaponim was a Suffolk whether it was completely kosher. And there was a Kepeda. People were talking about it. You know, why to build a Sukkah that was not mamish uh, in every possible way. And then came a miracle, a Piskim in Shemaya. He found that Settle from heaven came down and said that the, that the, that the, the Sukkah is kosher. So the Rebbe asked the question, why did the Baal Shem Tov not build 
a perfect sukkah. Why did he build a sukkah that was not complete? That's an interesting sikh, both, both I think Chavhei and Chavov, that Rebbe told the story. And the Kudus at Teretz was because the Balshemtav is a Shomaklalis, Nasiador, and he wanted to be make sure that in case there's someone who's not sitting in a sukkah, in a proper sukkah, he's not sitting in an appropriate sukkah, so Balshemtav, like so to speak, was being killed, he was like going into his matzav and being uh, so called protecting him. Like Alderach, when you say, uh, that when a Talmud has to go to your Miklit, you send the Rav with him. Why? The Rav is not Shuldik. Because the Rav is connected to his Talmud. Meshe Rabbeinu ended up staying in the Midbar with his people. It's like the captain stays with the ship. And the Rebbe, so to speak, is bound to his people. So the Meshe Rabbeinu, uh, the Balshemtav, therefore put himself in a situation that was somewhat questionable, so to speak, to be making a matzal and to protect uh, the Eden that were not sitting necessarily in a perfect sukkah. I heard from people who are the Fabring and Chavov that when the Rebbe told the story and explained it, he was crying uncontrollably. And, you know, people were wondering. And I don't know who said it, but someone told me that they think that Rebbe was talking about himself as well. That sometimes you put yourself in a matziv that from the outside it may seem that you're putting yourself in an assignment. I mean, I'll tell you the day but nevertheless, you have to do it because a nasi, a leader, is going, has to put himself sometimes in a sakana. I mean, al-derech, what it says in Basiligani, that when the melech is mevazbiz kola eitzis for netzach, and also says, mashli chayev lefanov. He goes out himself. Why does the melech have to go and put himself at risk? He sends soldiers. Because when you're dealing with netzach and you're dealing with a serious battle that needs to be won, the melech will put himself in sakana. So they were talking that the Rebbe, perhaps that was one the Rebbe may have been referring to himself whether he went to college or whatever the Rebbe did, so to speak, that some people may find questionable. The Rebbe was explaining that that was the reason. I'm just saying this as a hergish from some people who were there. And the Rebbe didn't say it befetish, so don't necessarily say this in any, I'm not saying this in any authoritative way. But it makes sense because if you go back to the story, the, 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 the Moshal in the Sefer HaMitzvah, about the Balmum, where he says that what happens, a person's going out and putting himself in danger, in harm's way. But why is he doing it? Because he wants to draw the enemy to protect his others. There was a man, I don't want to say his name, from the early, early years in Tavshin Yudalov, the Rebbe sent him on a shlicha somewhere. It didn't work out. And he, always, he, once, he once called me to fabring with me about it. And he showed me all the letters of the Rebbe, how the Rebbe gave him brochas that'll be matzliach. And he's partially crying. He says, my whole life is a failure. Because I was one of the first people that ever sent on shlichus, and it didn't work. And I have all these letters and all these brochas. How do you explain it? You know, today you see shlichus, shlichus, maso matzliach. So I said, I can't answer these questions. Who knows? You know? And then he said to me, the only way I can explain it, he said, I remember by World War II, when the Allies went on their attack, it's called Normandy, when they landed on by Fran the, the beach in France, they began their counterattack against the Nazis. So the, the ships came with thousands of soldiers. The boats were coming, but a boat can't go right up to the water, to the, I'm sorry, to the beach, because it's, you can't, it'll, get, it'll get grounded. So what happens is the first soldiers run out, and they run through the water, and some of them actually fall and die right there, and they become like a bridge, for the other soldiers to be able to walk. So he says, maybe I feel, maybe I was one of those Selah that in the beginning, the first ones that run out, so the others can now walk on us, because we're the ones that, so to speak, 
Somewhat like what he says in Sefer HaMistrus. Anyway, I'm just giving some dugmoyes because it's a very fascinating concept. Now, Chaz Shalom, I want to make sure this is clear. Echtev Oshav is not a Seder. Chaz Shalom is someone should say, I'm going to do that, I'm going to fall, I'm going to do something, Chaz Shalom, that's questionable. Because as I said, You're talking about a Rebbe, a Baal Shemtev. A Rebbe knows what he's doing. There's a massive where he has to put himself in that type of situation. Anyway, so... Again, this is a little pirushim and tereshim apen hergeshim in what the Rebbe's kavana is. I'm not going to say this is definitive, the intention, but it's pretty clear when you read it all that this is what comes out from it. Okay. So we've established now this next paragraph that, that the aliyah yiridis are mukhrech. Yiridizu mukhrech asi, rather. Because both mamata lamayla, mamayla lamata, you need to have, you need an ayin be'emtza. Which explains how you jump both from the top down and bottom up. How do you make a paradigm shift? How can you leap? And the only way is like the Rabzeir Shikha, you have to have some ayin. The ayin is going to be a yirida. On its own, it's a yirida. But it's agdome, the nefila is agdome to the next aliyah. That's the addition in the next paragraph. Let me continue. The Rebbe says now, V'zeu sh'omra bal shamtuf. By the way, the ayin be'emtsu, the Rebbe Tzeichens, as I said, Shara Eira, da'yevish v'yilavush, perich of da'al ve'elech, that's a famous Shara Eira, which talks about yesh ayin and yesh. And hemshech rosh hashanah tovshin yudalev, tovshin sadik dalet. Hemshech sadik dalet, perich beiz ve'elech, will become the king. Okay. Then the Rebbe continues, V'zeu sh'omra bal shamtev, and this is what the Baal Shem Tov said. The Rebbe brings it from Ayin Beis. Chele Gimu. And look at the Sikh of Yudh Tzkis of Samagdal. What did the Baal Shem Tov say? Sha'af sheyachol hulalis besara ha-shamayim. Besara ha-shamayim. The Baal Shem Tov said, before his istalkos, that even though he can go besara ha-shamayim, like Eliyar Novi, in other words, not go through Elof for Toshev, but besara ha-shamayim, go up on a, like a, a wind. A storm that leads him up to heaven. He wants to durgain, wants to go through pa- the passage of El Ofer Toshuf. Oferat El Ofer Toshuf, which means to be buried. It's an interesting statement. The Rebbe is explaining. Why? Why does he want to go through Allah for Tashraf? If you can go straight to heaven, why do you have to go through earth? So he says, because the the Yidash Yesed Tachtenu, which is Allah for Tashraf, Mamish doesn't get lower than that, is Achonet to the highest Madrega, higher than Aliyah B'Sara Shemaima. So Sara Shemaima is Taka Ahai Madrega, Leonovi went straight, he never so called passed away. His Neshama went straight to heaven with his goof. But Baal Shem Tov wanted to go through Lofra Toshuf. So it's even more here. Not just there's an Ayin Be'emtze, Sheva Yipul Tzadik Vakom, a Yipul Anafila, it's actually a Rida, a Yesha Tachtena, but it's a Achona to go to a higher level. Now this is an interesting beard on the story of the Baal Shem Tov and why the Rebbe brings it here. I mean, Pashtus is talking to a person that just passed away, Rabbi Salari Leib. So, so clearly the connection Allah for Toshav. But it's interesting how, how he explains it in this context. The Kivan Shayirida Hachonu Mukhrachasi, 
Listen to this Chiddush now. And since the Yerida is Muchreches, because that's what the Ebershter had eingestellt in Seder Abriya, you can't go from Talmud Bavli, Talmud Yerushalmi without some Yerida. You can't go from any Madrege to another Madrege without some Yipul Tzadik Bukom. Hari Be'emes ein ze Yerida. Kim chelik min aliyah na'elis yeser. So since the built it in, so even though to our eye it may look like Yerida on that for a moment, but it's part of the whole process. I'll tell when we say So you see, they, so they raise a building with a Z. You know, you destroy a building in order to build a better building in its place. So if you just came there when they destroyed the building, you think, that's ah, destruction. But then you come and you realize, no, they're doing it, they're taking it down in order to build something. So the Yaseser is not a Yaseser at all. It's a step in the Binyan. Just like if you have to shed one layer of skin to get another layer of skin. So just because right now, momentarily, it appears like something is disappearing, you know, children, baby teeth fall out, and then their big teeth, adult teeth grow in, it's not falling out, it's, a pro- it's all part of the process of Aliyah. This is one of the Rebbe's chidushim you'll find in a lot of sikhs. But this is already Tavshin Yud, uh, this is back in Tavshin Yud days. So it's for the first time maybe the Rebbe said it befeirish. Talks a lot in the, about the three weeks that Yeridah Tzedech Aliyah is not just is a Yeridah that is, is the Tzedech Aliyah, but the Yeridah is a chilek of the Aliyah. And the Aliyah, for to have the Aliyah, you must have the Yeridah. That's what the Rebbe is adding here. So it's somewhat consistent with what he said in the beginning when he said, So there he was saying that the Aliyah is for sure going to happen because that's the Kavona. And so a part of the process. But here he's going even further. Not just that there's going to be an Aliyah in the end, but the whole Yerida is a chilek of the Aliyah. Ain't the Yerida, the Rebbe says. Kim chilek min Aliyah na'elis yeser. So if you really think about it, in life, when you have a setback, so you could say it's a setback, okay. But you know that it's a springboard for further growth. But if you say even more than that, that the setback itself is part of the growth. That means it's not a Yerida b'chlah. It's part of the growth. It's a whole different way of looking at, at, at life. Because even the downside, even things that may seem negative, are really part of a bigger picture. The Rebbe speaks about this in Yehovchu Yom Meil L'Sosun L'Simcha. Why is it Yehovchu? It doesn't say it will just be bitl of the Tzemes. It will be Yehovchu Yom Meil L'Sosun L'Simcha. Because Yehovchu, because the Kavona Primis is, that's why it's called the Eis Rotzen, Eis Tainis. Because the Kavona of it is the Aliyah. Right now, we only see the, the chesenius of it, so we only see the tainus. But in truth, in primius, it's really all aliyah. And now he goes back and brings it back to the, the, the parsha of the, the ptira and the avelis. And so is it, b'cholos, in general, with the ptira, someone passes away, and avelis, and sitting shiva, the mourning, the grieving over it. So the Rebbe says like this, few things. Regarding the person who passed away, So what's, what's the union of Aptira? We know that the Chet Tzadas was the cause for death, for Misa. Had they not eaten from Eitzadas, it says they would have lived forever. So L'chayr Tzadas, and therefore only a Yerida. So no, the Rebbe says, 
It's not the case. Petira is in order to create that offer tosha b'shvil aliyeh In other words, the Rebbe is applying what the Baal Shem Tov says to his brother. He's even saying b'chlal petira v'avelus, which means you could apply it to everybody, which is also an interesting chiddush. Usually, you think the Baal Shem Tov. Now, the chiddush is the Baal Shem Tov could have gone b'sar hashemayim, but the rest of human beings can't. That's the chiddush. But b'peil mamish. What we learn from the story of the Baal is that every time there's a Ptira and there's the Elof of Toshev, it's Bishvil Ali Yesenalish So even though it is Chatchila, the cause of Elof of is because of the Chetet Sadas, but Bapel Mamish, it's a Yerida that's not an end in itself, because we know in Taylor there's no such thing as an Einish Lashem Einish. That too is part of the Aliyah. Okay. That's Benigayah the Nifter. One about the Nigela Avelim, the Nigela Avelim, which the Rebbe, including himself, he sat Shiva for his brother. Yivodu Lachaim Tevim. So he says, Inyan Havelish, Shehum Mechen de Katnus. So it says in Chsidis, the Rebbe Tseich is Mechen de Katnus. Actually, Tseich is the, um, Tseich is the, the Shara Mitzvahs of the Arizal, Pasha Vayechi. One second. Yeah. So he says like this. It's a velus is a mechen de katnus. That means a yerida. Like yipo. Mechen de katnus, he explains in Kabbalah, Chassidus brings it as well. That mechen de godless is when you're expansive. Time of simcha is a time of mechen de godless. Mechen de katnus is when the mechen is betzimtzum. When a person is more, I would say, farkvetched, or a person is more limited. The Gili is more of a limited one, so the Rebbe says that too. He gamkem b'shvil aliyah lemadregi yeshenaylash achaza. So the whole theme that the Rebbe was speaking until now about yirid etzerich aliyah, yirid is a chilek of the aliyah, is both benigay the nifter and both benigay the avelim, because the avelim also are going through a yirid when they sit shiva and they are grieving and mourning over the nifter. But it's also the madrega. It's a b'shvil aliyah lemadregi yeshenaylash. You could say this is also the teichen, the content that's hinted to in the Lashem of Menachem someone. So the Rebbe says, so in the Lashem Hanachama, we kailu the oval, the teich. And everyone knows what's the, what's the connection. So there's a lot of biyurim. So the Rebbe says, "Kimadregas Mashiach, ubeis hamidas shashlili shli himnaylim harbi yeser, ma'madregas shekedem achurim." Because the level of Mashiach and the beis hamidas shashlishi and the third temple, the third beis hamidas are much higher. He brings from Eitzchayim from Hamshel Vakacha, from the way it was kedem achurim. Even though the Churm was a Yerida. But the Churban is again a Chelik of the Aliyah that will lead to Mashiach and the Gulash Amit Israshlema Besimid Shashlishi. Um Mashiach Nailed Berega Hatukufa Lerega Churban. And when is Mashiach Nailed? We know Miyad, the famous Medrash, Kumasuba Beicharaba, the Rebbe brings that. That Goa Parase, that he saw the farmer, the Arab farmer. And first the, the cow groaned, and he said, your Beis was destroyed. 
And then it groaned again. He says, and nailed Mashiach Shal Yisrael. When was that? Tisha B'Av in the afternoon. That's why we say Nachim then. So So what do you see from this? Mashiach is born in the Rega. That means in the Rega of the Churban, you already have the Gula coming. The birth of Mashiach. That means immediately to the lowest level when the flames of highest Tisha B'Av afternoon Right then, immediately, not before the Churban, which I want to emphasize that it's Dafka the Churban that leads to the latest Mashiach. Why? Mashiach could have been born a day before Tisha B'av, or earlier Tisha B'av. It says no. But right, right, take the Yeshua his The Gula begins right then. Kemuvan, it's not the Gula, it's Rashleim Begoli, but the process began immediately. So you see here again how the Yerida is a Chilik of the Aliyah. And that's why we say, because just like the Avlitzin Yerushalayim sat Shiva, so to speak, and they mourned the Beis Amidish, the destruction of Bayes Rishon, Bayes Sheni. And, they will be, and their Nechama will be through the Mashiach and Gula. So the same thing, every Yachid is Nichol, the Teich Avlitzin Yerushalayim, Hamokim Yenachim Eschem, the Avelim, that go through their Yerid, the Mechon, the Katniss, is also Beshvil, the higher Aliyah. And then the Rebbe concludes, A person, however, needs a tremendous amount of effort and exertion and Aveda. Because if this is so simple, so why is life so difficult? He says, because you need Aveda, I'm sorry, Aveda to, to, until there be this level. Shiva that during that in order for to be able to, to feel, actually sense and feel, that during the Nafila and the Irida, which we just said is part of the Aliyah. So the khair, if that's the case, we should all feel good about it. He says, no. That during the Nafila you should feel the Not just to believe. And understand. In other words, you can believe that the Aliyah is, is part of the Aliyah. Lahavin, you can understand it also. It makes sense. But Lahargish, that takes a lot of Aveda. That this Yerida, and we see Bepel, when a person is, God forbid, in a matzav of Tzad, you can't just say to them, hey, you know what? This is a big simcha here because this is all part of the Gula. So to, to feel that, not just to believe and to understand how it's only means a necessary preparation and step toward this is a Veda, again, And this session also be the Kavon of those that are being Menachem those that are coming and consoling and uh, comforting the, the Oval, the Avelim, Kirak, that, that has to be part of their kavona. But pastor, this means that the menachemim have to help the avelim come to understand or feel this. Because only through this can you really be truly consoled. In other words, you can console someone and tell them everything's going to be good. But the true nechama the Rebbe says is dafke when you know it's part of an aliyah and not just even though right now it's a very painful Yerida. 
That's how the Rebbe concludes this Rishima. Together with the Shar Avlitzim Yerushalayim. So that's what the Menachmim do, to try to help the person come to that level of, of feeling. And the Ha'ara the Rebbe adds, the Nachim Be'emes, interesting, he writes, Yuan Seif Makas, look at the end of Makas, says, Simen Lechur Ben Hayesu Godel Dafke. Now, what's the simon for the, the, the greatest korban? Shual, haklipis. The shual, that, uh, the, the, when they saw the shualim, helchimbe, in the place of the Kedish Kedoshim, that was a simon, the worst possible thing. Because you're talking about the Holy of Holies, because the shul, he says, the Rebbe says, is the side of klipis, me'ere er. And where dafke shul me'beis Kedish Kedoshim. They saw a shul in the Holy of Holies. So, Eder hashcheik shal Rabbi Akiva. Dafke that awakened and stimulated the smile at Rabbi Akiva, the Gemara and Makas, where the other Tanoim were crying when they saw the Churb. And Rabbi Akiva was, 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 was smiling. And then they said, Akiva nechamtoni, Akiva nechamtoni. V'omalei chachomim nechamtono, Akiva nechamtono. So you see from this, why is the nichum be'emes? That's what the Rebbe writes, the nichum be'emes. Because Rabbi Akiva was able to be margish, he felt that uh, gilly, even though he also sat shiva for the churm beis amigdash, and tishabah pashtas. And with that, the Rebbe concludes this uh, rishima. So there's a lot that you can read into this. There's so much depth here, and both in uh, in sugis and chesidus, but also the Rebbe saying all this in connection to his brother. As I said last year. This is like maybe the only thing we have where the Rebbe speaks directly. There is Sikhs later in them. Hey, speaks about his brother, his brother's name, Yisrael Ari Leib. But this is Mamash Rashima that the Rebbe said and wrote right after he stood up from Shiva. So there's a lot that can be read into this and how he's honoring his brother and also talking about the Avelim Bechlal. It's also, I mean, nobody should ever know, but if you ever go to a Shiva call, and unfortunately there's some people, I just went myself yesterday to a few Shiva calls, so it's a very powerful uh, Rishima to quote, um, to explain a bit a little how we understand what, uh, what Shiva is, what Avelim are, and also the ultimate, the Rebbe says, that's the Kavona Samanachmim. So we have also, again, should be no more, should be lay, uh, and we shouldn't have any more of these things. So this, uh, this will only see the Aliyah and the Gula Amitiz Vashlema. Okay. Good.